Welcome to the Mind Tricks Radio Distortion of the Day. This is where I explain and discuss in under 10 minutes basic concepts in clinical psychology that I hope you will find practical and useful in your life. Thanks for tuning in. Hey there, Mind Tricks Radio fans. I'm Dr. Aaron Kaplan, clinical psychologist, and today I'm talking briefly about a very common cognitive distortion that can get you into a lot of trouble with others. It's called mind reading, and it occurs when you make assumptions about what's going on inside someone else's head and making decisions based on that. Oh, there goes my neighbor again, sending out his rooster at 4.30 a.m. in the morning to aggravate me because he's jealous of my new Tesla. The problem is, of course, that we cannot read minds. But more importantly, when we take actions, make decisions, and react to people as if we can read minds, we run the risk of creating problems with others that don't actually exist and escalating problems that aren't really there. How about some examples? Let's suppose it's Sunday afternoon and you're planning to go for a hike. You'd like to invite your friend to come along, but you remember that last Sunday when you invited her, she said she was tired and needed to rest for work the next day. She seemed pretty annoyed on the phone. You say to yourself, better not ask her. She's annoyed with me for pestering her. I better not annoy her anymore, otherwise our friendship is toast. Let's say you work in marketing. You have a creative idea for an ad campaign that has to do with the Caribbean islands. But the last time you made a creative suggestion, your boss dismissed it, saying it wouldn't work, and you felt stupid for even bringing up the idea in the first place. So you decide it's pointless to bring up your new idea with a supervisor. He doesn't like my ideas, so why bother? It's Friday night. You and your husband always eat pizza on Fridays, but today you're really in the mood for sushi. After coming home from work, he barely says hello as he walks through the door and appears annoyed and aggravated. You consider bringing up sushi with your husband, but he seems like he's mad at you. Better do whatever he wants tonight, which means Friday night pizza. Let's try one more. I have social anxiety, and when I'm around people in many situations, I begin to feel anxious. So I'm standing in a long line at the grocery store and feel myself becoming increasingly anxious. I can feel everyone noticing how anxious I am, and this only makes me more anxious. I'm contemplating bailing from the line and coming back later when it's less crowded, like maybe 1 a.m. in the morning. You can see that in all of these examples, decisions are being made based on assumptions of what others are thinking and feeling. And unless you have facts, evidence, or data to support your assumptions, you are engaging in mind reading. You run the risk of making an irrational decision that might have an unfortunate consequence to you and to the other person. Back to the examples. You don't want to annoy your friend further by asking her to go hiking. But do you really know she's annoyed with you? Last week she seemed annoyed, but she also said she was tired. Is it possible she was just tired and not annoyed? Is it possible she was in a bad mood for any number of other reasons and not because she was annoyed with you? At any rate, if you choose not to invite her, you're making the decision for her about whether or not she wants to hike with you. You can't know for sure unless you ask. And you know what? If she is getting annoyed with you for inviting her, let her be the one to tell you that, not the other way around. So you're hesitant about bringing up your creative idea with your supervisor. You know he thinks your ideas suck, right? He didn't seem to like your last one. But first off, are you even sure he hated your last idea so much? Maybe he didn't think it was the right idea for that situation, but he appreciated your effort to think creatively. I know, he didn't tell you that directly, but let's face it, many people are bad communicators, especially when it comes to giving positive or encouraging feedback. But let's say he really didn't like your last idea at all. Why would he want to stifle your creative process for future projects? 
Your good ideas will only help him, the client, and your company in the long run. So assuming he doesn't want you to bring your ideas to the table is making the decision for him and denying him and the company the opportunity to benefit from your input. And regardless of what anybody else thinks, if you're holding yourself back from your creative and enthusiastic input, it will only lead to stagnation in your career and your life. And how's that going to be good for you? So it's going to be pizza tonight because your husband is mad at you. No way you're going to bring up sushi. But first off, do you really know he's mad at you? He could be in a mood for any number of reasons. So assuming it's because of you is mind reading. Better find out for sure, right? And even if he is mad at you for some reason, by talking with him about it, you'll have a much better chance at resolving things. Then, wherever you decide to eat, it'll be a much more enjoyable meal. And further, how do you know he wouldn't want to eat sushi just because he's in a bad mood? Maybe sushi would cheer him up. Maybe he'd like to eat sushi or something else on Friday, but he's afraid of bringing it up with you because he assumes you would be upset if he suggested something else. You don't know if you don't ask, but if you don't bring it up, you'll be eating pizza for sure. Finally, I'm anxious in the checkout line, and everyone knows it. It's like I've got a big ol' A plastered on my forehead. They're all wondering, what the hell's wrong with this guy? He must be on drugs or must be some kind of psycho. Well, first off, it's a very common misperception of anxiety sufferers that others can see right through their anxiety. Most often, the anxious person feels way worse on the inside than anyone else notices. Anxious people are notorious for imagining they are being scrutinized by people around them. But people are too busy staring at their mobile devices, scrolling through social media, zoning out, daydreaming, and worrying about their own internal dramas to notice what's going on with anyone else around them. But let's suppose that somebody though in all likelihood not everybody, but one person notices something's going on with you. Is it likely that they're really thinking you're crazy or on drugs? Maybe they just think you look hot and uncomfortable. Maybe they assume you're in a rush and you're feeling impatient. The reality is, they could be thinking any number of things about you, but you really have no idea why. So why assume the worst? Getting out of line and leaving only makes life more inconvenient for you, and you're deciding for everyone else that you're too whacked out to be there when nobody else cares. I should mention, sometimes we do pick up on nonverbal cues about what other people are thinking. Highly observant, empathetic, and emotionally intelligent people can be good at reading subtle cues. You ask a coworker if she'd like an office party for her birthday. You notice she fidgets with her hands, looks away, stammers, and gives a noncommittable response. Definitely not a clear sign that she wants a party. But then again, you won't know for sure unless you ask her why she's reacting that way. Maybe she'd love a party, but she's not good at accepting gracious acts and offers from others. Nonverbal cues can be important, but they can also be easily misread. And of course, there may be occasions where you are right about what somebody else is thinking or feeling. Maybe you are highly perceptive, or maybe it was just dumb luck. In any case, you still need to ask yourself if it's in your best interest to go through life assuming the thoughts and intentions of others through mind reading. Because if regularly making decisions without actual data or evidence about how the other person actually thinks and feels about something, you, and potentially others, lose out. Thanks for listening to this week's Distortion of the Day. I'm Dr. Aaron Kaplan, and I wish you the best in cognitive clarity. Thank you for listening to Mind Tricks Radio. I hope you have enjoyed the program. For more information about Mind Tricks, you can go to my website, www.waikikihealth.com. 
Be sure to subscribe to Mind Tricks on your preferred podcasting host to be notified of new episodes of Mind Tricks. Please take some time to give Mind Tricks a good rating and review wherever you're listening. It really helps get the word out to new listeners. And please like and share Mind Tricks posts on Twitter and Facebook by following your host, Dr. Aaron Kaplan.